You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. And a sense of peace be upon you all. Welcome to the Wissam Sharif podcast here today, friends, the Sheikh and Small Fries. Welcome, Gina. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. And a sense of peace be upon you, around you. And may peace emanate from within you on a molecular and a cellular level. Welcome all. Welcome, friends. Welcome, Gina. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. It's a beautiful um, day. Thank you for holding down the anchor here for a bit today, friends. Episode number 89. I think we're at 90. Subhanallah. So today we're going to leave our, you, friends, I'd like to leave you with a mind map. So today we're going to jump into the now. We've been around, we talked about last year, Dubai in February, Shout out to Loki, Bruce Fenton's dog, my the most Muslim dog that I know. Loki, shout, shout out to Loki right now. <laughs> uh, when I think of Dubai, I think of uh, Loki. Mm-hmm. So friends, we're going to do this together. We're going to draw a map from today's now. So we've talked about the past. We're going to draw a map from today's now, which represents nine pages from completing the, the recording of the virtual memorization experience. For those of you who don't know, it was an undertaking of six years to record 604 pages, each page in three separate videos. As you can tell, it's over 1,600 videos of very specific content that is meant to mimic the virtual memorization, the uh, to mimic a virtual uh, experience, not mimic, excuse me. It is mimicking the sitting on the floor with your Quran teacher experience mm-hmm. in the madrasa, and that has been made virtual. I'm very happy. It has been six years, friends. We, you don't know which podcast at this point which podcast might result in, uh, hey guys, next time I see you, the whole Quran's going to be done, which is a very strong possibility because December 18th in the now of 2023, God willing, is a departure for Umrah 2023 after a year that only God source could know about. So, Friends, we need to do a download and we will do an episode if we can mark it, an episode on, I almost don't know that right now if you said, hey, Wassam, could you talk about the six years of experience? No, so much happened in those six years uh, in my life. So I will leave it on this cliffhanger and we'll come to an episode of everyone around me who is more notable than I am, got a PhD. Everyone around me, uh, uh, right in this, uh, is that fair, Dr. Dr. Gina? Uh, uh, And I'm very proud. I'm happy for them. In the speaker circle, okay, it's my podcast. Umar Suleiman finished his PhD. Yasser Qadi finished his PhD. Uh, Umar Husseini finished his master's in counseling. In these six years, a lot of people did a lot of things. Females, female speaker, female influencers, mm-hmm. got masters in education, in a, in a, in counseling therapy. Yes, uh, yes. Sister Razia, yeah. It's been this month. Is a must. It'll be six years since I got my PhD. Wow. Oh, yeah, excuse me. I, that synchro yeah. uh, distant. I'm. I'm asking the listeners to make that cross. Six years since you had it. And I am, so I am your, I'm the freshman. You finished it and you got to experience, or at least you're going to now, that is the hook of the of the beginning of our podcast. Mm-hmm. That will be the hook of, I, Gina, finished a PhD. 
what was this like? Didn't you want to give up? And I think I need, I almost need Brother Bilal to oh, yeah. fill it. And it, the irony here, if anyone of the listeners could drop in, is I could be saying, oh, I don't remember, but it's all on film. <laughs> right? The last, <laughs> yes, how many years? Right? Could we do an entire podcast, a conversation on what is it like to have the last 20 years of my life on film? Um, so wow. that uh, there leaves quite a bit. So friends, uh, do you all listeners and those of who been on the journey with us, do you recognize what finishing the virtual memorization, uh, real-time retention, where I'm sitting with you and reciting that to me, long roundabout way to say, as people did get super educated, I asked myself, would you have traded and I know everyone easily, no, no, but wait, I thought this through and said, mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it. Gina, Dr. Gina, mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it. And one of my greatest insecurities is around education, one of them. But I still wouldn't trade this. Yes. But what, yes. what, is this, what is this sitting in front of a camera and reading in the most elementary way possible so that a generation could memorize? Yes. Alhamdulillah. I could quote I could quote my teacher about the whole PhD thing because I told him when I was getting my bachelor's doctor his name is Dr. C. I said, Dr. C, I want to get a PhD. And he says, It's perfectly fine if you go ahead and get a PhD, but just because you get a PhD, don't let that go to your head because I know a lot of stupid people who get PhDs. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, uh, no, no, I fully take your point. It, 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 I know that the piece of paper is not what's validating me nor what's holding me. Why, why can't I go get what, what's stopping me now? He said, so, get, the, I, get the education for what it is you want to do. There you go. He said, it doesn't matter if it's a PhD, a master's, a bachelor's, an associate's. You get what you need to do what you want to do. That's the point of the education. Allahumma amin. So, I am yeah. inside me is a yearning then to it, it's a yearning, but mm-hmm. I would love to be a healer uh, to become an MD. Uh, but there's uh, no, there's no buts. And, and it will be wonderful to explore education once the final infinity stone is in the gauntlet, which is once these nine pages, which could be this week aiming to do it for this week. Oh, God willing. God willing. Uh, if Excuse me, friends, if you could in the now feel I am nine pages away and we're recording this on a Saturday and I might, might be spending the next seven days, no matter what, rain or shine, uh, turning on the camera with anyone who's available to finish these nine pages which means December 19th, the final stone in the infinity gauntlet of Kaida the Alif Bata, not Alif Badal, Abadan, which means forever. The app that will teach you from Alif Bata, the videos that will introduce the letters, their sounds, the the Jewish follow-up videos, the learning on how to recite and write on how to memorize the 100 words of vocabulary, the 16 weeks of vocal coaching that are all part of the growing experience. How to memorize is then coupled with over 1,600 workbook instructional, instructional videos, which means now all tools are in place to say, and definitely, certainly, this book this rem- is, is an easy remembrance. We have made it an easy remembrance. So who will remember it? Who will step up to the plate? We're human beings. We need a little bit of proof. We need a little bit of proof, and I might even you might even be listening to the monologue of the Quran Ascension tour that we're about to talk about. 
but we all need to see it. Yes, God said, uh, if you, it's easy to memorize. But we don't know. We don't know what that means. What does easy mean? Like what we don't know how to flap our arms and legs in order to say, "Oh, look, I'm swimming." Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to uh, paint the metaphor in my head. Am I? I'm making heavy water for you. I'm making the water. I'm making the safe environment. I'm making the floaties that will hold you there. And that final stone will be that the entire Quran from how to read the letters to how to memorize 604 pages, the tools are in place. Gina, do you acknowledge even if someone didn't use every tool from Alif Bata to all the 1600 memorization videos? It's not, a, it's not that they needed to watch 2000 videos. I believe in their mind, mm -hmm. they're like, yes, it's there. And now I'm going to wake up and read my next lesson. I'm going to wake up and do my next thing. Maybe I don't have to watch every single video, but I am doing this. And so excuse me for the long energy, but take it. And uh, please, listeners, say, I'm not going to talk about finishing the Quran or completing the gauntlet or even Umrah just yet because there is a on-the-horizon Quran Ascension tour which is going to be a series of Quran nights. Quran Extravaganza is the name of the main program that will go around. The Ascension program or tour Quran Ascension Tour, which comes from the Hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, of the person who memorizes the entire Quran, who comes in front of God and is told to recite and rise. And that person will recite the Quran that they have committed to retention, to memory, mm -hmm. and they will not know, but they'll be rising in front of God. Oh, and, and wow. Gina, when you stop reciting, when Sister Sumayya's of the world, when our memorization students stop reciting, mm -hmm. it will be Minal Jinnati Wannas, the last verse of the Quran. Mm -hmm. if Fatiha is the, the closing, mankind is the uh, Fatiha is the opening, mm -hmm. mankind is the closing. Mm -hmm. That is the last verse that you will recite and you will enter paradise. That Quran Ascension Tour. So thank you to everyone who's who's painting the picture that that Quran attention, uh, Ascension Tour will be a series of Quran extravaganzas. One night, one day programs that will mm -hmm. be, mm -hmm. Friday night will be open to the, to the world. And it's going to be coast to coast right now in the United States, but quite possibly, and you all are the first to hear about it, mm -hmm. uh, partnering with Miftah. Here it goes. Thank you, God, releasing it into your perfect universe. Miftah Institute Quran Ascension Program. My Quran Ascension Tour will be in tandem with Miftah. They'll be the, yeah, they'll be, I guess, in association. They're my producer. Oh, We're going, yes, right now, 10 cities in the United States for said program. The idea is let's go north, northeastern North America. Let's get up to Mississauga, Toronto, Scarborough in the house, uh, like all of uh, Canada up mm -hmm. north. Mm -hmm. Then you got the New York, but we're going to come together. New York, New Jersey. Dare we bring Boston into the party? Mm -hmm. And in, we have an opportunity to do the Northeast. Uh, the opportunity, Quran extravaganza. North Carolina is already in, so we, we know mm -hmm. where we're we're holding this for the mid uh, Quran extravaganza for the mid United States. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
I'd like to take it to Florida. And what we would like to do is as we move through Texas and Chicago, shout out Chi-Town, mm-hmm. as we go through United States, and I can feel it, I can feel the the discipline that it takes to complete said tours. I am I want to get down into Mexico. Tijuana, is there a possibility under clergyship? to go and teach a Quran recitation class. I understand there are things, there are more uh, logistics to take care and mm-hmm. right? There are people in charge unto whom you must pay homage before yes. you go and come. So as we go California, but now we know we're not stopping at Washington State, Seattle. We're not stopping. We're going up into Banff. That's just because it's a cool name, Alberta, and the Quran capital of mm. northwestern Canada, Edmonton. Along with Sunday. Edmonton on the map, ED on my chain. I, I got roots me. in Alberta. What? Yeah, my grandma oh, from my dad's oh, side. Yeah. She is from Alberta. Rep your hood. She's very close to Edmonton. Yeah. Yes. By way of Alberta from her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Ami. Ami. We're going on a Quran tour, friends, 2024. We'll catch up with you. But that's not what we're going to discuss. The completion of the Infinity Stones and now a vehicle to go across the United States explaining to people how said app will allow you to learn the letters, the words, and Qaeda Nurania, a 150-year-old, learn how to read Quran booklet. Mm-hmm. It will not only teach you to recite, but give you access. It will not only teach you how to use Quran, www.com, recitequran.com. Quick moments to show them tools and resources because it's not about the tools. Tools? It's about Having the drive to get to a destination and knowing what resources can help you get to that destination. Mm -hmm. And that's the extravaganza is that anybody from any level could any part of their journey could join and say, yes, I've learned a tool to help me get to the ultimate destination of Quran ascension. Its retention will lead to its ascension. Nice. Yes, write so, that down. Uh, I think the AI, I think the AI summary just caught. Maybe that's what's inspiring the bars. Yes, AI. If you want to clean up uh, the bars at all, please feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go full circle for our listeners to say, and in this fantasy to fruition, in this, oh, I want to record the whole Quran. And I want to teach Alif Bata and I want to I want to make a bridge from letters to memorization. That same fantasy is the same dua and projection I said to you when mm-hmm. I said you became Muslim and you said, I want to go for Hajj. And I said, uh, Gina, I really pray that you get at least three Umrah before Hajj. Yes. And I I recall you kind of staring at me for a moment with uh, with the normal feeling of, you know how many Muslims have told me it's going to be the most of a $10,000, $15,000 for Hajj, and mm-hmm. now you want me to go for Umrah three <laughs> times? What? What is what? what? I didn't even know what Umrah was 100%. I was yeah. just like, I've heard this word Umrah, but uh, actually I didn't know what it really was. I didn't really know what it was until I went. I thought we were going to be running for two hours. I was really working hard. (laughs) Don't don't stop. Yeah. Be running between mountains. You know, I thought we were. I mean, I thought they were mountains. (laughs) We are the Ummah of Muhammad. Peace be upon him. We are so pampered. We are so. Allah's our God. So that's all I can say. Allah's our God. So we are. We're very pampered. Uh, someone yes, had told me that someone had told me I was looking for mountains, and then I was walking on white marble with the fan, with an AC, with um, electric signs telling me where to go. And so, I, yes. I remember telling my Taekwondo teacher how I was going to be running back and forth between these two mountains for two hours. 
I had to really work hard. <laughs> I love it. We should keep telling everyone that. Everyone, you do need to run for two hours. It's it's not an indoor marble park, uh, marble floored park. Uh, and here we stand. Am I correct, uh, Gina, that December 18th will be which Umrah for you? This is my third Umrah trip. Yes. Would you uh, be able to connect the dots then that um, the 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 request, it wasn't as impossible. So the uh, metaphor here or the analogy is as impossible as it seemed for someone who had been Muslim for two months that, oh, I want to go for Hajj. Sure, that's my aspiration. Mm -hmm. And that being told, hey, you got to go do this thing that you don't know what it is. <laughs> I hope yes. you get to do that thing <laughs> and then someone might think that's Wissam going once is impossible and mm -hmm. so to every listener who's heard any more than five podcasts please it, tap into your inner self and what have I been saying it is the impossibles that allow us to live mm -hmm. if you keep living possibility you die mm -hmm. Uh, it's mundane. Yeah, it's really, it's going to happen. It's going to keep happening. So please, nothing wrong with doing the same thing again and again and having routine. Please do. But if you keep saying, if you're sticking to your routine because something is impossible, mm -hmm. 600, 1,600 videos, that's impossible. Um, forget about the 1,600 videos, uh, Gina. It's the, what about the, hundreds of hours of YouTube to get someone up to the reading to be able to use the 1600 memorization tools, right? That's mm -hmm. even more possible. Um, a black belt is impossible. A PhD is impossible. It is. And that's, that's exactly I was told so many times in life, it's impossible. When I went to get my master's degree, when I was a single mom, literally, I was a single mom with two kids, one who had autism, living off of $550 a month. I kid you not. And I said, I'm going to go get my master's. Oops. My family said, that's crazy. That's impossible. You cray cray. Uh, yeah, they said I was cray cray. And I mean, actually, when I graduated, I had family who didn't come to my graduation because they didn't believe me. <laughs> uh, we're going to unpack that. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, sorry, yeah. But the point yeah. is, you can do the impossible thing. You just got to do it one step at a time. And more people will tell you you can't do it than can do it. But just ignore them and keep moving because they don't have to do the work. You have to do the work and you can do it. You just got to You just got to do it. You know, you just got to keep going. And, and the, Alhamdulillah. And the one thing that I wanted to unpack, but if we could catch it, catch it now, mm -hmm. the people who said it was impossible have to maintain their story. <laughs> they have to make, because then, and here's the dagger in the belly in the, the last scene in the mm -hmm. gladiator when he gets stabbed right underneath, uh, just in the side to take the air out of him. Mm -hmm. The truth is that if they acknowledge you did an impossible, they would have to get off their ratatouille and they would have to do something <laughs> with themselves. But it's, easier to continuously maintain a reality of no-ness of mm -hmm. i can't-ness or mm -hmm. it's impossible-ness that mm -hmm. way you can keep yourself and everyone else at bay you don't have to do anything and if everyone could just look past the curtain of the first layer of excuses so mm -hmm. thank you for for sharing that they didn't come but i believe that they wouldn't because okay uh, here's the dagger. Uh, the divorced mother must maintain the dad's a bad guy. Mm. Like you, it, in order to stay angry, you oh, have yeah. to maintain the dad's a bad guy. So mm. excuse me, single fathers, you are not alienated. You exist and you have ex emotions. Mm -hmm. I think we just got four topics for today. We yes. got, <laughs> can we on that, on our 40th minute in the hour, uh, I would like to add that to our list as we now jump into fantasy to fruition of Umrah. I would like to add the single father scenario in, Nor I would say in America. Yeah, yeah. 
Muslim single fathers, and I want to use a word and bring it up on our, um, uh, bring it up at the title alienation. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a lot of energy, and as as calm and uh, as calm as we can portray our female counterparts to be, uh, we also have to acknowledge, and then we portray men as violent and angry. But mm -hmm. if you right, if you pull the camera out, uh, men use strength. And uh, women may use some other things uh, to to alienate or to uh, orchestrate power, illicit or to show. Yeah, their, yeah, it's, it's more subtle, more subtle ways um, so in behind fairness, the scene ways, and less uh, more. Um, it's like with mean girls, you know, when girls are mean to each other, it isn't like physical violence, but uh, there's like talk behind someone's back about blah 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 did you hear this or did you hear that about so and so but i'm just telling the truth as i see it and could it is there <laughs> also a strong thank you for that insight the isn't there also strong energy there's a lot of strong energy that you could give to a certain if you if you, you want to shun someone from the female tribe right mm -hmm. you just you can uh, act a certain way and be a certain way that is less aggressive, less, ag it's right? So you can say men are physically violent, but let us not leave the fact that women can cause the uh, similar amounts of pain yes. as in acts of violence, uh, but it doesn't leave any scars, right? So, but I digress, episode 101, Possibly mm -hmm. one day. 101, yes. And it's, it's there's just emotional scars instead of, you know. <laughs> yes, they are. So, yeah. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Men and women communicate differently and behave differently in certain ways. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just the way we are. Alhamdulillah. God made us different. <laughs> I, I, I think that's fair. I, and I, I don't think either is better or wronger. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I do think it would be wrong, though, to not acknowledge there are males and females and acknowledge the 90th percentile. Sure, you might be a male who has meditated aggressively mm -hmm. and really done personal development and uh, breathed his way through. But on average, we're pretty pig-headed, stubborn. We are pretty aggressive. Uh, they're very more of my species, my chromosome folks are mm -hmm. uh, once we make up our mind, that's what it is, yo, because that's what I said. And mm -hmm. a lot of things. And I think that helps. That helps build. bridges. Is, uh, uh, you, so you want your engineer to be like full of, fully sure of himself. Yes, you don't you want him to. Yes. Be, yeah. Right. You, you want, want him to be to committed. You're like this ship is gonna fly you don't want him to be like going behind your back later and saying well you know maybe if we tweak it a little bit i think it might crash <laughs> but don't tell don't tell so and so that i said that <laughs> I, and i'm yeah and i'm not saying yes thank you so much for you saying that i am saying that men exhibit certain characteristics that definitely like you said you have to be uh, firm stern i don't mind if my heart surgeon is a little cocky if he's a little full of himself, I'm okay. I'm really okay. Sure, he should recognize God's mercy and all that stuff. But I want my pilot to be like, yeah, I can do this. I, I'm yes. sure. So so I'm making a point. Men are in the majority of the time more stubborn, stuck. Uh, and now I'm mm -hmm. saying these things as a man. Isn't it now Wissam's responsibility to first embrace who he is mm -hmm. and now develop develop yes. if i know uh, men are going to look at females you know what that's so typical i'm going to control myself because that's a typical thing i'm going to be a little bit more than an um primal instinctive right i'm going to control myself a bit more so sometimes embracing like oh certain women might be statistically more likely to and I think we use the word gossip. Oh, yes. So uh, I am meaning we use this more frequently to say, yes, women will talk a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Would that then allow me as a female in 
to say, hey, I'm going to watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Not, oh my God, don't judge me. How could you? Say? It's like, wait a minute. We are all creatures. The yes. Creatures before us existed. Yes. Uh, males and females. So we took a hard turn for five minutes to our mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going back to the idea that there are single dads. There is alienation. And ultimately, the loss of the male and female relationship uh, the roles has mm-hmm. caused, definitely caused uh, a breakup in society. It has caused a breakup in society. And so as impossible as 1600 videos, as impossible as changing the landscape of memorization of the Quran for the next hundred plus years, that, oh, how do you do that? Well, you begin Alif Bata. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Wissam Sharif. Let's learn five Arabic letters. Alhamdulillah. I I like to quote the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Alice said to her at one point, that's impossible. And she looked at Alice and she said, I do 10 impossible things before breakfast. (laughs) Thank you, Queen of Hearts. (laughs) Captured our hearts because it's so true. I love it. So start with, uh, I'm not infomercialing this, but start with little impossibles. Uh, Jordan Peterson, your day and make your bed. Start the little impossibles. You want to cure cancer or do some impossible, find the first impossible. There's a stack of paper somewhere. Crush them. Annihilate them. Write paid, complete. uh, File the papers that need to be be done get your stuff together that's a right off the bat um i took order of an eight foot whiteboard mm-hmm. uh, and i i'm going to be painting out a lot of people uh, say it's all it's all in my head sure just get it out on a big oak tag if, yes. if you right you can go to a place you can go to a hotel lobby and sometimes i have a big wipe a whiteboard that you can just yeah, no. just, just draw I, on it, just write on it. Just, you know, that's a first step to at least putting it on paper and making it more concrete rather than this idea. You have to like break it into smaller steps in order to actually complete it. I mean, that's how you eat an elephant. That's how well, I finished my dissertation. I didn't just sit down and say, I'm going to write this dissertation. I had to break it into to steps and I had to find like-minded people who were working on the same thing. And we were as a group, we supported each other and encouraged each other to take the steps that we needed to take to finish and, and our dissertations. So so you, yeah. found, you found the right people, the community. Mm-hmm. And just because I, we listeners, I am listening to myself. There is no hotel lobby that has a green uh, whiteboard on the wall that you can just write your ideas out on. So excuse me. I think <laughs> the idea of a office center, uh, mm-hmm. a place, you can go to rent office space or a workspace for a little while would have such. But my point is, don't say I don't have a big whiteboard. That's why I can't do my, (laughs) I I can't succeed. So now, now I am saying to all of us, find the 10 from smallest to most impossible. Find the little things. I think Mm -hmm. it would be impossible that I could clean out my garage I think yes. it would be impossible if I could organize my entire uh, kitchen and if I get an organization system, put mm-hmm. bins mm-hmm. in my kids' rooms and label the bins and say, guys, you should be able to clean up. These go in the green. These go like make yeah. system. Yes, that's that more impossible than than the dissertation mm-hmm. is disciplining yourself to have the systems to sit down and write for 25 yes. minutes or that, that, that was the hard part you had to do it and you had to find a system and a method to do it like for I mean writing's a good example I just I put on a timer I said I'm gonna write for 25 minutes and do nothing else I'm not gonna clean my house I'm not gonna do chores I'm not gonna do anything I'm just gonna write because if I didn't, I would have been up cleaning the house. I had a very clean house during my dissertation because I kept doing cleaning instead of writing. <laughs> oh, please. Can we please? 
Can we please <laughs> listen to that? Because we all, Gina, we, we all take ourselves uh, and then we find the thing that doesn't need to be done so that we can do it to keep us from the thing we need to be doing. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that doesn't need to be done absolutely gets done only so that it can keep us from doing the things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. A lot more. I, I have a list. I just made a list of <laughs> And I was like, these are the things I absolutely don't want to do. And so I'm going to, in in the heart of, start with the hardest part first. Uh, let's, let's do it. So mm-hmm. let's label those impossibles. Because if you've been listening to the Sam Sharif podcast for more than any number of videos, has any episode gone by without some level of impossible from... Mm-hmm eyeball rejuvenation to falling off a bridge to wheelchairs to separation to divorce uh to um, worst fears being manifested the best things happening the umras i mean come on i didn't even have like the money we had a month and a half to make that money for my first umrah and any blip in the recording in all fairness the one call I will take in a podcast is MOM. <laughs> if I see mom on the screen on the on my telephone, I will take uh I, so that's that uh, um, excuse me for the laugh. Yes, I have her set that it's going to ring. Um my dad mm-hmm. passed three years ago, and I feel like it's my responsibility to be available uh if she needs anything. And she just came back from uh Turkey mm-hmm. and I this will be the first time she came back a little ill. So it's my first time catching up with, with her, which brings us to full circle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Single father alienation, X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm going to put out my impossible. I'm going to put out my impossible was three umrahs uh, for, for you. My impossible. Uh, yes, maybe it's that time of life. I would like to own a home for my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, the less explanation more now I'm thinking of that part of life that what am I leaving for my children will there be a home uh, something owned that is the, theirs mm-hmm. and so in today's conclusion as we are departing for Umrah you're leaving for your third I'm leaving on a healing rejuvenating trip we are asking everybody to say, how much can I ask in relationship to how much can I do? And I, mm-hmm. that's where I, we can all ask to be a millionaire. I think Kevin Hart said it. Everyone wants to be famous. No one wants to do the work. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and please don't do anything. You're not doing anything to get famous, friends. But the analogy is everyone wants to memorize the Quran, make a million dollars, get to heaven. Yes. And God says in the Quran, do you think you will enter paradise without being tested? Yes. With, and then lists your your with your wealth and your family. The world is is going to be a test. The Buddhists say life is pain. If mm-hmm. I'm life, life is suffering. Yes, you're life right. Is suffering, suffering. That's the right word that they use. Life is suffering. So while you're gonna quote unquote suffer which is true life is going to be difficult why not aspire for something worth suffering for oh yeah exactly life is suffering aspire for something so i'm going to go through difficulty i wish that a hundred a million people could memorize the quran and that i could affect the lives of every single person i interact with not a number mm-hmm. Just every single person that I interact with, can I provide them some level of a benefit? And that's yes. that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Uh, I I would say we are going to wrap up here, uh, friends, the conversation of Umrah as we are between finishing the nine pages for the whole Quran and the Quran Ascension Tour, Quran Extravaganza going around the United uh, North America. And can we shout out UK? Allahumma Amin. Amin. Between that is Umrah, is the pilgrimage to the house that Abraham built. It mm-hmm. is to return back to the godfather of monotheism and say, you are one God. 
Mm-hmm. You are one. You are before religion, before Christian Judaism, Christianity, before Islam. It's as it is known today. Mm-hmm. Before Palestine, before Israel, there was Abraham who acknowledged. We are Abraham acknowledged you are your God. You are God, and I am you. We call him God's friend. Uh, friends, uh, we human beings, definitely. Yes, uh, Palestine, Israel has been going on for 70 plus years and X and Y and 1940s this and something and that. Yeah, uh, we human beings have made a lot of the story about ourselves right mm, now. Yes, Almost everything is about us and us and us. So at some point, and ultimately the discussion of us is cutting away from the big belief that there is a God whom we will meet called the day of judgment. Yes. But because it's funny, everyone's quoting Bible, excuse me to, to go on mm-hmm. that. Everyone's quoting the Bible, Torah. Oh, we're supposed to fight each other. And then there's almost the Muslim clan are like, yeah, Quran telling us we got to fight each other. It's like, okay, you do realize you guys think the Bible and you guys think the Quran came from that God you're worshiping. Yes. So, it, it just the dots don't connect. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like a football team, the 49ers versus Arsenal, right? The wrong sports, wrong yes. sport. Like a, yeah. The basketball team is playing the any a hockey team. It's like, and we're all doing it in the name of God, right? We're all uh-huh. doing it in the name of God. So, as spectacular as everything is, Abraham built a house to for God. You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. Like the, sh- the Kaaba is, what is the Kaaba? It's ultimately a shrine that God exists. And it was built by a living, historically verified person named Abraham. That every major religion, so what is that, like 4 billion, 3 billion? Judaism, Christianity. Judaism, Christianity, let's say three. Islam. Yeah, it's a lot. Let's say three. Let's, let's lower it. 3 billion. 3 billion. 3B. Okay, we're dropping a 3B. People believe in the God of Abraham because they believe. So the the story is God of Abraham then had that son. Then we got Christianity, God of Abraham, chosen, chosen people, Judaism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then God of Abraham, uh, grandson of Muhammad Salati, like, sorry, grand, 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 grandson of Abraham, uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad, upon him. Mm-hmm. So, isn't there is the are we losing that story, Gina? Because the Kaaba's become a very Muslim thing, and I get it. But are we which Muslim do you celebrate in Umrah? You've done it, so you walk yeah. around the Kaaba uh-huh. like Abraham, and I guess I understand the the web. I, I'm gonna fall on my words because someone could uh, prove to you that Abraham was Muslim because he followed um, monotheism. But we all know semantically we use the word Islam and it has the word cut hand off, cut head off, cut wear hijab, pay zakah. Like Mm -hmm. Islam isn't a spirit at all. It's a series of rules by which we then judge God. I mean, Islam doesn't have a, doesn't have a strong uh, case. We, so uh, when I say Abraham, who's Muslim in Umrah? Abraham, mm-hmm. Ismail, walking between the stones, hey, Hajar, Hajar. Uh, all the Zamzam. I understand they were all believers in God. Mm-hmm. But can you finish the? Are you able to connect the dots with me to say yes. the way we use Islam today mm-hmm. is no, they they were following a belief in God. Yes, so, they were following the oneness of God. The Tawheed, is that it? Tawheed? Ooh, nice. Oh, so, I'm yes, learning. I'm saying ooh because, no, no, excuse me for saying it in that manner. Yes, I, I didn't even think of that word. It is Tawheed, that there was one God. Mm-hmm. Now, if 
we could, every time we go and touch the Kaaba, look at it, we return to there is no God except source. And uh, all the messengers, concluding with Muhammad, peace be upon him, are his prophets and they bring his message. So when I look at the black box, mm -hmm. I get a radiation of spirituality. My my soul is char recharged to the oneness of God, not to the... Oh my God, here's the Kaaba, uh, four wives, he, um, use a miswak, uh, grow a beard. I don't think any of that when I see the Kaaba. So it, uh, Gina, I am saying that on the record, on our podcast, I feel like I captured a moment. Yes. Abraham built a house about the oneness to acknowledge the oneness of God. And what we call Islam today has almost nothing to do with the oneness of God. What we call Islam is a set of rules, is a set of mm -hmm. this, do's and don'ts, is um, factions, sects. Uh, uh, haram, of haram, haram, Allah. haram. Haram, 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 <laughs> And I'm not making a joke out of it. It has just, it has lost its clarity because it's what is haram, what is halal, isn't that haram? Mm-hmm. Oh God, and uh, oh God, my my supplication to the you, the source of the universe. Uh, uh, I, uh, Gina, and our listeners, our listeners, Gina and I, mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to think, to not be locked into lower level thinking, lower frequency thinking. Mm -hmm. Try not to be pay, um, but uh, Gina, isn't that haram? Do you see how that's a thinking? Sure, sure. It's like if it isn't explicitly halal, then it must be haram. I almost feel like it should kind of be a flip on that, you know? I mean, right, right. That's a and little it, too much because everything breathing is what breathing is haram. Then I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Imagine the you could imagine a Christian child or a Jew. Uh, mm -hmm. when you get very specific on religion uh, yes. as a child. That's all you can say, right? This is right. This is wrong. Some sure. people then grow up not living because uh, uh, religion, in a sense, paralyzes them, and their entire existence becomes looking at other people. Ooh, mm. I wish. Your entire yes, yes. becomes looking at, at other people. And when you look at other people, you're, well, is that you never do anything because you're so calculated that is this right or wrong? Is this right or wrong? I like so you're to, too busy judging other people and telling them what they're doing wrong rather than looking at yourself and trying to improve yourself. Because I mean, we can love other people and we can wish the best for them and we want them all to go to heaven, but that's not our choice. Some choices are not ours to make. And you can say, hey, this ice cream tastes really good. And you could offer to share the ice cream with someone else, but you don't force feed it to them no, <laughs> because no, they're not going to like it. <laughs> no matter how good the ice cream is, they ain't going to like the ice cream. They ain't going to like it. So... <laughs> So here's to us liking ourselves. Here's to us setting greater heights. Here's us putting the systems in life that would put us to be able to speak our realities. Here is to surrounding us with a company that would say, nah, do three umrahs. And then we'll go for, you know, I'm sure you'll get to Hajj with the right group, right package. Mm -hmm. And uh, Amin, Allahumma Amin. Amin. So, so to everyone uh, surround yourself. We we lived it, and now we're trying to share it with you. Mm -hmm. I lived it. I've tried to put it in every one of our episodes, from the keystones, from AQL's inception, oh, to knowledge travels, which yeah. is coming out again. Which <gasps> is, I'm hey. so amazed. For anyone who knows, we're talking over a decade ago, mm -hmm. Knowledge Travels, you can check it out on YouTube, but we'll get to it soon. Uh, Gina today felt something like Christmas. <laughs> metaphorical, excuse metaphorical. me. Metaphorical. I grew up here. I grew up here. So it's more of a, it's a metaphor. It's in the, Feb in the December season, there would be special episodes of your favorite TV show. Yes. So this felt like that. It just felt like yes. you got to put together 
we've been doing three episodes that covered um, Dubai and then the middle and then Dubai again, which was the beginning of 2023. And I mm-hmm. believe as this episode comes out, you all will just be reminiscing on 2023. So, so excited uh, for everyone. And the next time we speak to you, we will be preparing. Dr. Gina, I pray we have the opportunity to cross mm-hmm. path and mm-hmm. fly together. Yes. Uh, I, I believe we get the chance uh, that and let's let's see if we can capture some moments for all of the listeners. You capture your journey and let's uh, bring our notes together uh, for everybody. There's a verse that you read when you run between these two mountains, which is not oh. very long. Yes. And the verse is in Indeed, the Mount Safa and the Mount Marwa are from the neon signs of Allah. فَمَنْ and I'll let you and I unpack and translate that again when the time is right. But the next time you hear that verse, may you be amongst the people who are in Makkah looking at a neon sign God left, Safa and Marwa. Mm-hmm. May it be not a not something you don't have to believe in. There are two mountains that are standing there. There's if you if you fall trip and fall on it, it's definitely a mountain. It's real. <laughs> it's very real. So That's, here, I I mean, thank you so much, friends, for listening to the verse. If you want to rewind and let that verse play upon you again in beautiful be well assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh peace be upon you and your day wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh